Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unrelated Brothers podcast. My name is Josh. With me is Devon. I promised you on the last episode that we were going to do something other than sports, and today we are delivering. We're going to get into video games, not just any video game, one of the biggest video games ever, I think, in video gaming history. One of my personal favorites, one of my favorite games of all time. Still play it to this day. We're going to get into Fortnite. Devon, you played Fortnite before? Well, yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Uh, I don't. I don't continue to play it. I know some people do, um, and I definitely agree with what you said. I don't believe that it's maybe one of the biggest games ever. Personally, I mean, you said that. I don't. I don't know that I agree with that sentiment. I do think it might. It may just be a top five all time, though, as far as impact on gaming on. Um, the style of game on um twitch on i mean there's on just so many on so many uh areas i think the impact it's had its reach is incredible um and you know i think its rise is also meteoric i mean it's it's the rise and and really the yet to fall still i mean it's kind of still hanging up there i mean it feels like jordan you know flying through the air rather than just jumping because it is just it's still up there and um i think you know every time i'm kind of like oh yeah well it's about done now or something like that i mean i think that it just does something else to shock me you know i mean i thought when the game was dying before they started bringing in guys like travis scott and stuff to do crossover shows when mm-hmm. i thought that when i thought the game was dying again oh now they're bringing in marvel characters and stuff you know so and it's it's just interesting too because i i don't know exactly the number um but i mean it's got what six seasons or something too i mean it's just no, it's just there's constantly a... there's just just so much change so but yeah take it away take it away Oh, so the game was brought around in 2011, actually, but they kept it in production and released it into early access in July of 2017. Now, this isn't the Battle Royale, and this is coming from DualShockers.com. They didn't release the Battle Royale first. They did the whole Save the World thing, which is kind of like the campaign, I guess you could could consider it. Right. Um, They released it on all platforms. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in September of 2017 is when they released the Battle Royale for free. Bridge made. And it, like any game, it had its, you know, had its little bugs and everything, but it seemed like everybody was, you know, checking it out. And then when I think, it didn't really. I think uh, it, something that really was good about it is it's like it's a free game. It was kid friendly, you know, it's not a bloody game or anything. Yeah. And on top of that, like in general, I would say that in my in my recollection of playing it, it was a game that, yeah, you could sit there and play for 30 minutes, but you could also play for, you know, 15 minutes, get knocked out, or 10 minutes get knocked out, and the load times and stuff weren't that bad, which you know, that stuff shouldn't make a big impact, but unfortunately it does. I mean, I mean, uh, 2K, for example, I mean, how many times did we play 2K? And sometimes we would sit on a court, two people waiting for a third or something, and we would be waiting so long, we would switch lobbies because we're like, man, we just can't even, 
we just can't even get any any games and then there were other days where you know we either had our own third or we found one and we would be it just felt like we were constantly on a court whether we were winning or losing and we're able to jump right back on another one you know what I mean I think I think that's an important part for any game yeah we did that more than I really wanted to (laughs) but now this game I haven't ever had any like cue issues with this game I mean it seems like even when I first started playing it and I think it was December of 2017 I think it was the start of like the first battle pass season they had I think it was season two and uh I've been playing it ever since but yeah, I've never had any Q issues other than like I think this this final chapter they w- just came out at the when it released they had some Q issues, but that was just because it was a brand new map and everything. Yeah, no, nah, it was a, uh, and I I just think, I mean, aside from like even the Q issues, like I mean, I just can't even think it's not like it's a game that I felt like is even hit by hackers hard or anything like. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Like. You know, you think about Call of Duty, who, you know, obviously came with their own version of the Battle Royale and stuff. I think they're, you know, even since it's come out, there's feels like it's been plagued with, uh, it's been plagued with, with cheaters and hackers. So mm-hmm. I think, I think, for, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, all those things are kind of what sets Fortnite above the rest, like not even just sets them aside, sets them above the rest of them, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand. I know that, like, when this game, like, when I first started playing, there's some YouTube videos that come out with a couple hackers that, you know, had some uh, aim assist, constantly, constant headshots and stuff. <clears throat> and, but after that, it was like very short lived. And I know with this new chapter, there was some that, like, came out. I think Ninja and a couple others were playing, and they had a guy floating in the air the entire time, just, you know, shooting. The sad part was that the person lost. Right. All these and he lost <laughs> but outside of that no i don't know what epic games does to keep the hackers from getting into it but and i don't see any issues at all with it right no i mean it's definitely impressive um probably what's been more impressive for me personally is the way that epic was able to take uh one game that was hyper uh, popular and extremely successful and turn that into what they are now which is kind of like a big time platformer uh in gaming actually i mean they're they've bought up many titles um, studios things like that and they're i mean they've got their fingers in some stuff and i think they're going to be around for a long time and I, I just don't think you see that a lot it's really impressive i mean really reminds me of like a mom and pop type of type of uh you know business or something that gets really successful and then you know then they buy up uh you know ponderosa or something like that which is failing and they buy up you know radio shack or something that's failing and next thing you know you got all these these other companies that are that are umbrellas underneath you know their uh their company I, I, i don't know it's really impressive it's cool to watch too and um, I'm, I'm pretty excited, but, you know, I'm more excited about those things and what Epic has done, you know, being a part of like rocket league and some of those other things you, on the other hand, actually played Fortnite. I mean, you want to tell us a little bit about like 
maybe what you've seen change from the start to where it's at now and like why you continue to play it and some of the things like the battle pass and stuff. I mean, I know you stick to some of those things. Yeah, I know when I first got into it, that was like the real first Battle Royale game. Like I know there was H1Z1. I know we had PUBG before this. Right. I know there's I never did get to play either one of those because those are kind of mainly computers at the time before I, they released on a uh, console. Um, but I, I don't know when I, I, I people was started playing it and they was like, hey, you should check it out. So I, I downloaded it and uh, I think I was in Nashville. I think my son was having surgery on his foot or something. And I started playing it there and I just, I know it was fun because I've never played a game to where I jump in online with a hundred other people and it's, you know, fight to the finish and building. That's another thing. Like you've had games like call of duty where you just shoot people and you hide, but this one, you got building, you build walls, ramps, uh, pyramids, just kind of whatever. And you can, there's even ways you can edit them to make whatever you want to make to protect yourself from other players. Um, so that was kind of different. And I, I don't know. It's just, it was fun. Like people started coming in and like my buddies started playing with me and I don't, just something about it made it different. It was kind of cartoonish. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, like you said, it was family friendly. Um, the weapons, I don't know. It, it, was, it was different. It was fun. Um, when was the first time you played? Um. I, I think actually I played it like after you guys did. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly. Like, like when I got into it, I knew you guys were already playing it and I picked it up and I was, I was actually, I can remember, like I was pretty much right when I played it, I'm kind of like, eh, this is okay, but like it's free and stuff. And um, at the time I, I feel like there was not a lot of games, especially that we all owned that we all could play that were, you know, instead of being one player, two player, three players, it was four players like that. Uh, so I remember, you know, we played that pretty heavy and uh, that the first year for sure. So it would have been, what'd you, what'd you say? 2017 at yeah. first year. I mean, I definitely played it pretty heavy then, but I remember like, I don't know. We won three or four times and uh, playing squads and, I remember kind of taking a break because we were playing other things. And then by the time I came back to it, I just felt like everybody was building, everybody was doing all this different, you know, all these different things. And um, it really pushed me away from it personally. Um, but I, I just, I never was deeply in love with it. Like the building for me actually was something that ruined the game for me kind of like, I don't know. I never was big into the futuristic Call of Duties either, where you could like, you know, jump around. With, yeah, yeah. I never. Yeah. yeah. So, so this just felt the same. Like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times we were playing, and you know, guys were just jumping around, shooting, and that same thing. Like that was, it just something about it just rubs me the wrong way. Like I just, I just generally don't enjoy it. So, um, yeah. But I, know. you know, I, I think like the graphics were not bad. Like I said, it was kid friendly. Um, I actually was, you know, more, I guess, interested with the actual game itself and how everything went. I mean, they made boatloads of money without ever really requiring a purchase. Um, and, you know, obviously the battle pass, like you talked about, like, I mean, you've had the battle pass a number of times. How much is the battle pass? Like, isn't it like battle 20, pass is $10 or 10? Yeah, no, okay. it's just 10. 
And that was, I think that was another thing that kind of drew it to me because I'd never played a game with a battle pass before. So you got the dances and everything. You got the different skins. You did get different characters. Um, I think that, well, the skins didn't actually come into later for the weapons. But at first, uh, you got like clothing. You got, like I said, dances. You got uh, your like, your glider, you get different gliders gliding in. And I thought that was really cool. Like I said, I never experienced that. I think the Dark Knight, Black Knight, was the first uh, Tier 100 skin when I first joined. I think, that, that, yeah, that was the first Battle Pass yeah. when, we, uh, when I first played. Um, but, man, they've made some money off of it. Uh, I think it was, total revenue reached was $9 billion. Billion $9 at, no, that's just the end of 2019. Oh, my. And they made like $5 yeah. billion each year. Good Lord. They've made their fair share of money. Well, Good I mean, okay, so you go, to the, you go to the store, and a lot of times they'll either have a like one of their crossover characters or a character they've built. Yeah. And it usually costs like, I don't know, 1,800 V-Bucks. Well, you can't just buy 1,800 V-Bucks. You, you got to buy like the next package up. So they're automatically right. trying to get like $20 from you just for that. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, like I played League of Legends and I mean, I think I've told you this before, like, like I have a bunch of skins on that game and that's the same thing. Like that's a free game. And I think like, that's kind of where it tricks you. Like, like, I mean, if you had the opportunity of buying a game that came with everything and it was, it was whatever the price was, or you had a free game that just had a bunch of extra shit you could buy. Like, are you, are you sitting here buying or, or playing the free game and then you just kind of end up falling in love with this you buy the extra stuff or are you really like buying like the game of year edition with the extra maps and the extra skins like no not really not unless it's a game you're either going to play very very heavily or a game you really love like the series already or something you know and yeah. um and so i think that's kind of where the trick is like League of Legends is free and I've probably spent almost two grand on it and skins. Now, I mean, that's been over like eight years or something like that or 10 years or something. But the point is, is it's like, that's, that's the magic of it though. You know, I mean, how many times do you think probably some, some 10 year old told his grandma for Christmas? Oh yeah. Like I want a PlayStation card or I want an Xbox card. And what did they do? They probably took the Xbox card put it in the game or whatever, went and bought V-Bucks with it. And, you know, and so it's, it's really actually pretty impressive. Like I said, it's, it's something that really shocked me. And uh, I, I think the biggest thing is just what they did with that money to improve again, just to build them up more is really shocking to me. But, um, but actually you said something about the crossovers. Uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Cause I know like Travis so, Scott's always the one I I think of off, you know, just off rip, but yeah. I mean, didn't they literally have like a music concert with them or something like that's crazy. Yeah. So that's the, the crazy. first crossover I remember vividly, I don't know if they had a small one, like where they released it in the store, but I'm, I think the first crossover was with Marvel. They brought in those it was whenever uh, infinity war come out. So may of, right 2019 no 18 i remember that because you could uh you you could become thanos yes they had a limited game mode to where you got if you found the infinity gauntlet you've seen it come in out of the sky it dropped in and if you got the infinity gauntlet you turned into thanos which basically made you almost indestructible and 
about 99.8% chance you're going to win that game because his character is just that powerful. And me being a big Marvel nerd that I am, and I love Infinity Wars might be my favorite Marvel movie. I was blown away by it. So that was awesome. And they've just been doing crossovers ever since. And yeah, you brought up concert. The first concert they did was for Marshmallow, which again was phenomenal. It was awesome. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. actually. Uh, like, now that you say it, I actually do remember that. Um, didn't he have, like, wasn't he had, like, a big, giant character that was kind of floating in the background, and he was, like, wasn't he, like, DJing on clouds or something? Yeah, like, they had a stage set up and in one of the towns, and I think it was, uh, shoot, I can't think of the top of my head. I went blank. That's bad. I played the game. I actually don't think it's in the game anymore. But anyways, they set up a big stage and everybody kind of went there. The ring kind of closed in to make the circle to act like the game. And it was made everybody kind of go to this one spot. And uh, so you stand around the stage and then it had a countdown timer. And then, of course, he was DJ regularly. And then, like you said, it he mixed a bunch of his songs together, but just kind of blended it perfectly. And then, like, yeah, the guy in the back, he came in the background a big, and then he started floating. It, it was great. They yeah, did, I mean, uh, yeah. I say the that one, and the one I always remember is like uh, Travis Scott doing an Astro World, I think, concert in there too. That was pretty. I I don't know, just like just the videos I had seen, it was really impressive. Uh, yeah, I watched and, that one. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah. I've never, I'm not like Travis Scott listener. No, but, not me either. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, some of that stuff's impressive. I yeah. mean, like right now, I think, what, what do they have Spider-Man right now? And even, like, again, I don't play it, but the other day, uh, you know, my son was playing it for a second. So I'm like, oh, let me check it out. So I was watching and he died and some other guy was on his team playing that guy. Like, obviously that guy plays. I mean, he was like, he was all over the place. I actually thought it was really cool. You know, like if it was something I played more often, I was like, that'd probably be pretty exciting. Cause he was, I mean, he was flying around and, uh, or webbing around yeah. Bay. and uh yeah i mean it was just it was just really cool um i think yes. that i think that it's it's been pretty cool a lot of their ideas are pretty unique and different and i i think it's a cool twist on like some of the ways they change the map and stuff um i guess i don't know it's some you know all those things are important and, and you know and they're cool and stuff but i think really where they also like where they were so smart about the way that they did things is i feel like they just put a bunch of time and effort into making it so kid friendly like i literally took my kid yeah. to the store you know i mean as you as you do and uh i remember we were you know looking around and you know you take your kid to do like christmas shopping basically you kind of take them down the toy aisle or something and you kind of let them oh, well, what, what looks cool? What would you like? You know, if you could pick, you know, stuff like that. And uh, yeah. I remember you know, shortly after that, we had like went to Kohl's or something and they had like just a random Fortnite llama like just sitting out and he was like, oh man, I really want that. Like, well, why do you want that? Oh, I really, I just, I really, that's so cool. I really want that Fortnite llama. It's <laughs> like, well, no, like it's really not. It's just the fact that you, you just genuinely, want uh to you know something that's for Fortnite. yeah uh, one thing i mean like you talk about going to the store and stuff like ninja you know he he was big he was a, a, a i wouldn't say big big but he was a relatively known gamer 
at the time he was playing this. And then he did Drake in March of 18 and it like pretty much broke all Twitch records that they had at the time. I forgot how many people, it was like 500,000 people watching that stream, I think. And then after that, I mean, he just blew up. I mean, making millions. And now you see all his merch and stuff everywhere. Like every, when you think of Fortnite, you pretty much think of Ninja as far as of a, a streamer that the kids want to watch and everything. And now he actually, he, of course, he was Ninja's Hyper. That was his like name. And then right. he got just regular Ninja. But he was like, a, you know, cussing and everything, like going off. And then once he realized what kind of community was surrounded with Fortnite with the kids and all that, he kind of went family friendly. And then if he wanted to be kind of bring back that old attitude, he would go to After Dark and play to keep it, you know, let parents know our kids shouldn't watch this. Yeah. But the one thing I really enjoy with Fortnite was actually the storyline that surrounded it. When I first started, I didn't think it even had one. And then for the, they started adding in things in the game. And I was watching YouTube and people were kind of pointing it out. And then it was kind of letting people know that, hey, there is like something evolving within this first map. You know, this isn't just a go in kind of game. We'll change the map, you know that's that's it and they had the first live event which was with the uh, rocket and it flew around the map and went out and it was this craziest thing ever because you had to be there live you had to be at a certain time to watch it and if you missed it you know there's like there's like no going back you can't just jump into a game and replay it right and i thought i thought well, that didn't was awesome too like didn't they do a whole thing where like like i don't know if it was the rocket or something else but didn't they do a whole thing too where like you had to be there for like there was an alien invasion or something yeah. and, it, and it literally it altered the map like that like how many games can you say or how many games can you even think about that do you know do something like that yeah they usually do it at the end of a season a lot of like they'll have a live well, event. i just think like that's kind of something cool that you know that that they have that that it's like a known thing too you know what i mean yeah the uh let's see they had the rocket I think the next live event I remember was in Loot Lake. They had the like the cube that floated and brought that. Um, oh yeah, they brought the island up, and then they had the the big explosion. It changed. Yeah, it wiped out Loot Lake and a butterfly. That was like one of my favorite ones because it was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that in the game. I don't know. It's just the way they do live events. You never know what to expect. You yeah. don't know if they're gonna wipe the map out or what but we are on our third map now and the last live event turns out that the, the map we're on now was under the chapter two map it was it's, underneath it yeah like it flipped vertical and then you know flipped upside down and voila we got our chapter three map hmm, that's interesting they, yeah well they brought in the rock too apparently he was one of the visitors <laughs> yeah. the visitor drove the rocket in season one the first love of it yeah so um, you know now you still play it obviously and they have their little storylines and all that different stuff but um i mean I, obviously like i said i don't play it anymore i don't i mean i, I agree like you know with that what i was saying and you know i'm sure you agree too is just saying like it's a hyper successful game hyper hyper popular game all those things but like as far as like actually a quality game like i don't think it's like a top 
you know, I don't know, top 10, top 20, whatever like that. Like it's definitely a really good game. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's, I think it's actually on the fall personally. Um, do you agree with that one? And, you know, two, like if, if you do, what do you think they could make as changes to like improve getting, you know, kind of getting back to where they were? So I, I don't think it's on the fall, but I don't think it's, it was on the fall. Like the last like you, chapter, like you feel like it plateaued out, like it's not on the rise anymore. It's kind of just sitting in a specific spot. Like, like people that like it like it. People that don't like aren't going to continue to play it. Yes, your your diehard, you know, lovers of the game, they're going to come back to it. Right. But chapter two was very very bad. Like I enjoyed none of it, but none of it at all. There, well, I, I say none. Of it. There's one season where they did almost a whole bunch of crossovers i'm talking they brought in the mandalorian they brought in uh predator uh terminator uh street fighter i mean they brought in a bunch on that one season i thought that was cool i spent a right. lot of money that season i probably spent well over a hundred dollars <laughs> just to get skins and everything right. but i don't know there's something about the chapter new map chapter two map and i don't know if because season or chapter one was so great and I love the map on that one that when they brought in chapter two, it just felt bland, which they didn't when they first started chapter two, they did the whole black hole thing after mm-hmm. you know, they blew up the first map, brought in the black hole. It was, the game was completely down for like two days. I think it was, and we didn't know what we was getting. So that was cool, but they didn't add any updates. They didn't even let you know what was being updated for. I think it was like a year. It was a very, very long time. And people just got tired of it and they got kind of went away. They started uh, playing, I think Warzone came out. They started playing it, started moving on to Apex Legends. So the game lost a lot of streamers and YouTubers. Like there was nothing to do and it was just boring. So, and then toward the end of the chapter two, you brought up the aliens thing. They did that whole deal, which I think a lot of people liked it. They didn't get back into it as heavy, but they kind of came back to it a little bit. And then they brought in chapter three. So one of the biggest POI locations was Tilted Towers in chapter one. It was like, it was the biggest and people loved it. So they were wondering, people wondering if they was going to bring it back to chapter three. At first they didn't, but there was a frozen section in the middle of the map that kind of hinted it. And so people kind of came back to the game, played it. Of course, Spider-Man's in the game that he's the tier 100 skin in this uh, first season. And then after, uh, after a little, after like four weeks, I think it's been now, the whole ice thing melted away and voila, tilted towers. And now you're seeing all these OG Fortnite streamers and everything come back to the game. And it's kind of great to see. <laughs> so like you had a lot of guys that used to land there, uh, Aiden and Nick Merckx, they're controller guys. They when they do duo matches like the scrims and everything, they would go there. They've come back. It, it, it's great to see. It it really is. So as far as level, as far as on the rise or in the fall, I think it's still kind of just play. It's higher than what chapter two was, but it's nowhere near what chapter one was. And I don't think we'll ever get back to where chapter one was as far as viewership. People yeah. will play it, but excuse me they won't flock to it like they did in chapter one 
Well, um, because like the amount of time and stuff now that that's like changed and uh, differentiated and some of those things like that, like, do you feel like that because of those things or uh, because of that kind of change, do you think that that impacted it in a way that uh, that the, some of the new games like Warzone and stuff has kind of filled in? Or do you think because Warzone plays that battle royale style that some of the people like, say, me or, you know, um, whoever have you that maybe didn't like the building or didn't like other parts of it, maybe you're like more drawn to something like Warzone or something like uh, Apex Legends. Yeah, that that that's you hit it right on the head. It's the building. The building draws people away from it. If you can't build, then you're going to get these <clears throat> guys that come in that's really good with the game, and they'll just destroy you. I mean, they got match base, uh, match play or matchmaking base uh to where you're not getting prepared with like pro players and everything but there's still some pretty good players out there even in the lower side of it so right well but but like and the thing is too is like do you think do you think that like i don't know because for me i i just i don't feel like the building makes you a good player. I just feel like you're taking time to learn how to build. Like, it's not like if I'm playing Madden or I'm playing like 2K or uh, Rocket League or whatever, like, like learning how to fly in Rocket League, for example, like you, you have to do that to play the game. Like it's an intricate part of the game. It is actually like makes you a more skillful player, right? We're like building, I would say like there's people who are expert builders who have no idea how to play the game. And there's people who are great, you know, great players of the game who don't really know how to build it at a, at a high level. And so for me, like to me, it just kind of shows like you don't have to like, it's, it's not, it's proven to me like to not be an intricate part of the game. Whereas like, it's just something that improves your ability within the game or improves your like chances of winning yeah we're, we're like like i said like in madden like if i never learned how to pass in madden i only ever knew how to run the ball like like i literally would be incapable of winning a lot of games just like period just straight up whereas like if i'm not even able to build i could still win gunfights i could still win entire matches i mean when we won some of our matches before when we were playing i barely ever built Usually, like, I feel like when we had squads, it was usually we had one person who was predominantly building or two people that were predominantly building, and then the other two were kind of, like, scout scouting and shooting. I mean, does that sound familiar? Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um, I just – like, they're not going to go – they're not going to go away from it. I know that. I mean, it's like – it's one of their – I feel like the staples of their game. Yeah. No, I mean, you got guys like Nick Merckx. He's not a strong builder. He can build a little bit, but he's not like a, you know, I would say like a, a Cypher PK or a Ninja, or that, you know, throw up a wall and edit it as fast as he threw it up, you know. But he's a great shooter, so you can win at that game. I don't build. I do kind of mediocre. But with Warzone and everything, it's – I don't know. I think the game's just been around so long that people flock to it because of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of tournaments as well. But I think with the hacker situation, I don't they have such a problem with it right now that I don't think people are really enjoying it. I think Apex Legends gained more than any of it. Right. But on, honestly, Fortnite has taken some ideas 
like the whole in Apex Legends, you know, you get your player's card and you could go revive them at the reboot station. Well, not long after, you know, Apex came out, Fortnite brought in the whole reboot van. So that was kind of a, a takeaway from that. Right. Um, there was another one. I can't remember what they did, but it was kind of similar. They took some ideas from it, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. They try to get it. Well, they- and I mean, do you, <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Well, I mean, and do you think like two, like, do you think that we'll see a different variation or a different game mode in Fortnite? Or do you think that, because, because like to me, the battle Royale thing is like, that's also same, same thing. Like, I just don't think that that's like a permanent, I mean, that's something that a lot of people think is cool. And like, there's obviously always going to be like a niche market. I mean, on any type of game with any type of game mode, there's always going to be like a niche market of people who enjoy that. And that's why those games or those game modes stick around. Like, especially, you know, if they're specialties that are only around during Christmas or whatever else, and then they become mainstays, it's because obviously enough, uh, enough positive feedback was had. I mean, do you think that Fortnite will potentially change to, to anything else to like to keep its longevity? Because I mean, like I said, the battle royale scene itself is, I mean, just seems like it's fizzling. Yeah. What well, they, they did the whole uh, creative thing. Like it's a type of game mode that you can do. So basically you can go in and pretty much build your own map. You can build your own uh, games, even like it's crazy. You can like hide and seek, uh, prop hunt. That's what I'm thinking of. Prop hunt. You can do your own prop hunt game mode. And sometimes they'll add in, like, if a creator goes in and makes a game or a map that's really good, they'll actually put it in the game to where you don't have to go in and search the uh, the user's name and everything. And I think that's one gateway they've grown the game. A lot of times I'll get on, and all the a lot of uh, people I have on my friends list, they'll be in creative mode. Like just yeah. doing different random games and stuff. I'm not real big into it. I'd rather do the uh, the battle royale myself. And then you also had the save the world, like the campaign part of it. Right. I just actually, yeah. I just bought that like a month ago, honestly, and tried it out. Now I don't know. I didn't really get into it. And yeah, I mean, I I, just, I, I bought it a couple of years ago and I tried it. It was okay. I mean, it's 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 kind of funny because I sit here and we're talking about like how Warzone really took a lot from Fortnite and it was like just kind of, I felt like Call of Duty was like kind of just trying to rush a game mode similar out so that it could get people to come but, back to it. But but I don't know why they had Blackout on Call of Duty 4, or was yeah. it 4? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, it's 4. And I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I do Warzone. Yeah. Just the, the style of it. But I don't remember offhand. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but I will say that like I thought that when I played Fortnite's campaign mode, it was like a really cheap knockoff of like, like the original zombies almost. Yeah. And so that's where, like, like I said, it was kind of funny because Call of Duty is kind of taking from Fortnite, but Fortnite originated its game almost really by trying to rip off Call of Duty. I felt like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. But I um, don't know. Do, now, do you think that sorry i'm trying to i'm trying to think of how i want to word it do you, i guess do you think that with the uh with like the actual gaming community with the money wise and all that stuff do you think that it'll stick around at least in that regard because i do feel like there's other games 
uh, like Magic the Gathering or what you know, what have you, that do have like a specific following mainly because you can play for money. Like, do you think that it'll kind of for sure be around for like a long time just on that premise alone? Or I think as long as they're making five something, five point something billion dollars a year still. Wow, yeah. To this day, yeah, it is going to be around. If you're, if you, the kids, uh, I think are really. They get a new system or something in Christmas. Like the first game they want to play is Fortnite. I've got nephews. They literally just got a brand new uh, Xbox. And first game they played was Fortnite. Fortnite. Yep. So it's still definitely bringing in the, the kids' side aspect. And so I think that'll definitely drive demand. They still got pros at Fortnite. They're actually, I feel like they're starting to bring back more like skirmishes and uh, tournaments and stuff because they took a break because of covid and everything because they used to like throw these big events where everybody kind of flocked to like la and stuff and they uh of course they had stopped that from covid but now they're like it looks like they're trying to bring it all back uh that brings me like the very first one of the big biggest Fortnite events they did uh like a doubles like ninja played with marshmallow and they brought in like celebrities and then sports players to uh, pair up with the the pro the Fortnite pros as you want to call it, uh, that was pretty awesome. That I enjoyed watching that, and they've done it more than once. Um, I think Nin- yeah, Ninja and Marshmallow actually won that first one. It, it's amazing to see how people grow. Like you have thirteen year old, ten year old kids out there that's a streamer now doing Fortnite, just destroying people. Right, and then you got. I, I, you know, like it's me. funny because so. I would I would be lying if I didn't say this, but like I feel like that's also part of the reason that it drove me away from the game is because when I stopped playing and I came back, I was getting trashed. And then it was like the realization that I was getting trashed by like nine and ten year old kids that was like, no, nope, we can't do this. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't play games to get my ass kicked by 12 year olds. Like, no, 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 we're not. We're not going to do that. Like, it's bad enough when you're playing 2K or something and some like some fucking some green kid with like fucking painted on full black bodysuit with like swirly eyeglasses and and like a cowboy hat on dunks like just boomstick dunks on you and you're like pissed because you can hear his little little you know prepubescent voice yelling at you under the mic <laughs> and his mom's on the background yelling at him and the dinner's ready but like it's a whole nother thing to have like like you don't want to be on some kids you you know YouTube channel or no. like as a young <laughs> as a young streamer streaming Fortnite like I, it's like almost terrifying just to think about really. It, yeah, no, I believe it. And when I I'm not much farther from where I first started to where I am now. Like I I don't do it's like a ramp and a wall. Like I don't, but I, I can get kills. I just, I guess, cause I've played the game long enough. I know kind of how to maneuver around and kind of navigate better through the yeah. map. Like I know where people probably flock to or where they'll go. Cause you want to get high ground mainly. That's, right. that's kind of any game though. Well, and I think but. like something else is kind of the thought that, I mean, again, I don't think you have to be a great builder I don't think you have to be a great shooter. I just don't think you can be like awful at one or the other. And so, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of kids that are good enough at both to be successful. And I mean, we wanted to talk about this at some point. So, I mean, we'll just 
put a little two cents in it, you know, without going super in depth. But I mean, you can be a streamer now. Like that's a real job that like, you know, like I remember being a kid and your mom or dad or whatever's like, Oh, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a ball player. I want to be, Oh yeah. Like I want to be a quarterback. I want to be a, I want to be a, um, a business owner. I want to be whatever else. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a doctor. It's like, no, like, you could really be like, oh, I want to be a streamer. Like, that's a real thing. Like, my my kid, you know, he, he goes, oh, I want to be a streamer. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I, don't, I don't tell him no. I just tell him, like, oh, that's cool or something. Like, what do you want to stream? Like, like you, I feel like you got to ask those questions because, I mean, literally, there's times that my kid's watching other kids on on youtube streaming or or on twitch streaming like like that like i said it's just it's just a real thing it's crazy and i think i think fortnite was a big proponent in that i really do because it's so kid friendly that i think that parents are okay with their kids watching it and i feel like they're okay with their kids streaming it like i think i think either way you look at it i just don't think it's super negative and even um the people that are playing it like you said like ninja when when they understood the population was so heavily kids they morphed their show into being you know more kid friendly more kid centric and i think that that's i don't want to say it's the future but i mean it is to some degree i mean anytime i feel like anytime you can get to the kids pretty early i mean look at pokemon pokemon to me is a perfect example i mean there's there's kids now you know, me, myself, and I included that grew up playing Pokemon, and every time a new Pokemon game or something drops, I'm still kind of like, oh, geez, I might, might, might try it. Might try, you know, might buy it, might try it. Might buy it for my kid, and I might end up playing it once or twice. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah, you know, it, it's it's okay. I mean, so, yeah, I think, I think that it'll be interesting to see. That's, that's, a lot of it for me is just really interest and intrigue. I mean, I think it'd be funny 10 years down the road to look back on, you know what I mean? It'd be one of those, uh, where are they now type of deals. Um, I'll believe it, but I don't know. Um, So I think this will pretty much be, I don't want to say a multi-part, but I do want to just preface it and throw it out there for our listeners to know that um, we probably will be coming back to this as part of a segment for uh, some other things we're going to get into. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not really sure that you would need to listen to part one or part two, or if you could listen to them solo without them really mattering. But um, I did just want to put that out, out there and um, as usual, appreciate you guys coming. Appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, look forward to catching us on another show. You can always find us on Spotify and on Apple Music. So love to love to uh, hear from you guys. Love to see you and uh, look forward to catching you on the next show.